Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire. And man oh man. So, yes, last week I did bring the news that October is when the show will be resuming. That's right. You are listening to the final eargasm of the summer until October 3rd. Your girl needs a break, okay? I've been going at it way too hard. Um yeah, I may have taken like 2 weeks off here and there, but you know, I need a month. Because there are things in the works. There is a website. It's technically up and running now, but I don't want to reveal it until we return until October 3rd. Because why would you want to look at a website that's going to have no new content until October? So yeah. Then... Unfortunately, my guest that I was supposed to have, Slippery When Wet, a.k.a. Tia, um, had to cancel. But because I am the radio guru, goddess that I am, you know, I'm always quick on my feet. So I had to drag somebody. Technically, I didn't have to drag him. I I basically just had to put it on him and be like, so you're going to be on the show. I think I literally said it during bed, like post-sex, that... Yeah, you're just going to be on the show. You didn't have to drag me far. I literally came upstairs. He did come upstairs. So, um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we do have the pleasure of Mr. Suit and Tie, a.k.a. Benjamin LaRiviere, a.k.a. my baby. Oh, God. My baby. Is that what we're doing now? My baby. We've just dropped all forms of professionalism on this one. <laughs> Who says we're ever professional? I mean, if we're We really- were so formal for so long. We have never been formal. In fact, y'all, let me tell you how informal. I was on your show incognito the very first time. He really was. He really was. But you know what? Folks have really gravitated towards you and I. So I'm just going to share you more with the world. In fact, I'm going to share a very, very, like, true confession right now. Insert joke about you sharing me. Oh, I love sharing you. Everybody should know that by now. I love sharing you. You know, ladies, just go, go ahead. Free. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, ladies, what were you going to say? What, what were you going to say? So um, this is how, you know, Benjamin said that we're, we're taking it formal, right? We are literally both ass naked recording this show right now. <laughs> so if you want to talk about, you know, the formalities of radio, listen, this is why I like to, you know, take my time at home. To be fair, you don't let me sit on the bed with clothes. Okay, so <laughs> there's let, a reason I'm naked right now. It's because you know what? I'm I glad come. that you. I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we got an announcement. We got an announcement. So the episode is called "Loving Expenses" because Benjamin and I are taking a very, very deep plunge into our five-year relationship. Two years formal, three years of fucking. Yeah, it's been two years. It hasn't been three years since we said the L word, has it? I think so. Oh shit! <laughs> Pretty sure. I maybe maybe. I have to not. go back to a pose. Let me I go back remember. to our anniversary pose. I'm not good at 
keeping track of this. I've kept better track. Cause you I have taken, you've kept terrible track. You keep saying six years and then your FaceTime. Motherfucker, it your, is your, like six your, years. What's your time hop app? Wakes up and he's like, hey, it's been five years. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my relationship. Social media holds you accountable because you really post does. everything. There is a very, <laughs> very clear record of anything of when, when you did it. I don't know. Somebody please verify. Do y'all sense the saltiness at the timestamp of three minutes into this motherfucker? Like, I sense a bit of saltiness. Okay, so yeah, we, we technically are on our second year okay. right now. All right. Yes. Wow, we was, celebrated our love anniversary for the two. Pandemic, then. Say what? That was very, that was. I thought that it was more time between. Uh, no, we yeah we started this test trial mid pandemic. Wow. January. Wow. Benjamin um, basically went home for the holidays in December of last year, and um, you know he was like, oh, I'm gonna quarantine here for like two weeks. Well, those two weeks turned into now. And so um, as of October 1st, this motherfucker's going to be living with me, y'all. You're so excited. I am very excited. You feel excited. like you've won. I did win. <laughs> you know what? I did win. I'm, I'm going to hold the bragging rights to this. And let's start off with the topic. So, yes, it's called Loving Expenses. We're going to talk about living together, navigating how we're going to be polyamorous under one roof, the whole nine. But let's take it back to the beginning. Let's take it back to when I swiped right five years ago. And first of all, this man had a profile picture of him running from a lion. Who's going to swipe left on that? No, you got to swipe right on that to see who the fuck is this man running from a damn lion. I didn't think he was going to say swipe right either, but holy shit, it was a match. We waited to have our first kiss, which was great. We waited to even have sex after the second date. <laughs> It was like after we did kiss and there was the whole like pool table, you know, taking the bra off, go back to the episode with uh, Lotus and Blaine, uh, Rope Wolf. Yeah, we, we definitely dove into that. But anyways, fast forward to um, when the fuck ship was no longer a fuck ship. Man had me crying in a, a coffee shop to say he loves me. I'm like, I, I love you too. I, I thought you were going to break up with me this weekend. To now fast forward to I thought you were going to break up with me should really be your catchphrase. Okay, yeah, there there are numerous it's times like every y'all. week. I'm like, why would I break up with you? Okay, it's not every week, but let's just say that, mm, let's just say that yes, there's always like every month the discussion of fine, you want to break up with me? Fine. Okay, is this what it is this what it is? Like <laughs> you're like, is this what ends it? I'm just like, no, we're just having an <laughs> argument over which coffee to get. <laughs> It's going to be okay. It truly is. I feel bad, though, because some people don't understand that we play fight. Like, we don't fight fight. <laughs> like, we get into these little tussles. So, in particular, one of um, our polycool families are always, like, alarmed. <laughs> They're on high alerts. Yeah, well, to be fair, sometimes people who... There are plenty of people who have experienced trauma of people fighting and think that when we're fighting, it's an actual problem. Yeah, no, we... we like honestly honest to god y'all um we don't really fight not usually yeah we we have disagreements but we really don't like fight like no one's really like shouting no one has to go to a separate room 
Like, I don't have to be summoning myself upstairs. There are no separate rooms. This is a loft apartment. It is a loft apartment. But, you know, there's space. Like, the closet is basically a room. Let's be real. The closet is where you send me when you're recording. Fuck yes. When you have to make your little phone calls and shit, you got to go take it to the closet. It's another room. So, anyways, fast forward. We, we got a good thing going on. We got a good thing thing. But I have been bugging this man to move in with me since the minute I moved into this plot, um, this place last year. I was like, you're already here. You've worked down the street. And it's convenient to your other girlfriend who lives up the street. Like, just move in. Just move in, damn it. You're barely home. Why are you going to pay rent for two spots when you are packed, like practically living here? You were already helping me out with some bills. Thank you, baby. Um, yeah, you were paying, like helping me pay for groceries. You were helping me with the, you know, utilities because you like it, you know, gothly morticiany cold up in this motherfucker. And I do not sleep in the cold. But I make those sacrifices. Are we, hold on, are we just still providing exposition or is this one of the situations? Like, should I present my side of that argument? Go ahead. Because there, there was a lot wrapped up, even pre polyamory, in my decisions to not live with a partner. It wasn't even you. It was, I believe, I was, grew up in a very, um, monogamous centric conservative household and um i was of the opinion that you or not not you what other people do i have no qualms with but i did not want to live with a partner prior to marriage because i believe that when i got married i wanted things to change i wanted there to be a shift in the in the dynamic not just a ring on a finger and paper and um, as polyamory became a bigger thing, as as we became more involved in our in a polyamorous lifestyle, and I kind of realized that marriage as a concept was becoming less and less of a I want to say goal, but at the very least, less of an ideal. That was one of the factors that started to fade into the background, and then polyamory and and having other partners became a bigger deal and that became more of the reason why not to live together because what because of the dating situation which we're going to get into of course we do have friends who are polyamorous that one we don't hook up with and two also you know are married and polyamorous we have experienced those mm-hmm. um and we also have friends you know some of people some of the people in our polycool are not married and live separately from their partners. For me it was more so like I knew I think the ongoing um argument that you and I had and when I say argument it was just more of like we would check in frequently and I would try to bring up the topic of you know why don't we just share the space. You're already here. Um I even scared him like you already did the first step of having a toothbrush here. The only thing I was like, oh, it's time to get you a drawer. And this man in my, turned whiter than he is. In my defense. You did. 
You turned white calling, as fuck. Calling me out on being pale. Honey. I You you the, white. It's pale. It's okay. No, I was going to say the toothbrush thing. I have four toothbrushes. I have one at your house, <laughs> one at her house, one at my house, and one in my car. Oh, you don't keep one at um married girlfriend? I said her. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like me. I was like, wait. No, one at your house. Yes. One at her Who house. else would your be? I don't know. Well, I have one at the listener's house. Yes. You didn't realize it, but it's there. <laughs> Next time you see another uh, toothbrush, just it's Benjamin. Like, what's this bamboo bullshit? How did it get in my tooth in my bathroom? <laughs> it's me. So, yeah, the toothbrush thing, most people would be like, okay, that's a big step. I'm like, the no. The toothbrush for me was just common sense. It was common sense. You know, you don't want funky breath. And he, and he had um, deodorant. Because, you know, Benjamin does shower. For all the people who are like, oh, she got a white man. He don't shower. Listen, he's not that. What the fuck is th- I know. I'm not going down that route. We're I'm not. not. We're not going to spiral down that. But, but. Insanity. Yes. Fucking English peasants from the <laughs> fucking Middle Ages. Oh, my God. But seriously, um, no, he's really good on hygiene. But, yeah, when I asked him, when I got some Ikea cabinets myself, I was like, oh, maybe we should get you... A drawer. He was just I have like a suitcase. That my was su- his. My suitcase is fine. I didn't want him to be a suitcase pimp anymore. Anybody who what is what a suitcase pimp? What is that? Um, in the porn world, it's basically you know the boyfriend who is like the agent, but also is like the bitch boy, carrying everything around in a fucking suitcase who calls the wait i'm confused that's what they you call say bitch boy yes. you mean like a fuck boy or you mean like bossed around by a like woman? bossed around by a woman oh interesting yeah to carry everything you know when she's on shoot oh interesting yes yeah, so that's a is suitcase, it his suitcase or is no. he carrying her suitcase he's carrying her suitcase well your shit's not in my suitcase why I would know. that make me a suitcase because pit? you just carry around a damn suitcase like why the fuck would you He's he's now get, hanging do you, up. Do you want to get into this? No, I'm just saying <laughs> this man. Say. This man was like, like <laughs> taking up space with a damn. We can suitcase. have a therapy session right now. Why I carry a suitcase everywhere? If you want to go into this, no, no, we don't. And I'm <laughs> I'm just... sure the the earbuds don't want it either. <laughs> just just know that this man, this motherfucker, was walking around with a damn suitcase every time he came over. And I'm Sapphire like, no, this to, is weird. Sapphire likes to tear at me for things and then not realize that there are major trauma issues behind it. <laughs> I love you. I love I'm sorry. You too. I don't want to bring up the trauma. <laughs> but yes. Also, there were some things like, you know, I'm a bit of a clean freak. Benjamin is not so much. He has gotten better though. We have brought now good qualities together as we have been what they say cohabitating. So that's, yes, that's he fair. was he's not on the lease um yet, but as we've I been cohabitating, you are as of the first. Oh, I'm I'm on the lease in two days. In two days, he's on the lease. So, anyways, um, you know, those are the factors too. Like, you gotta think about when you're moving in with your partner, who's more cleanly, like who's clean, who's not, and how are you gonna compromise? I'm not his mama, so I can't yell at him necessarily, but he knows when I have anxiety over being clean. He knows like my palms will twitch or I'll do I'll say things in a certain manner or as I showed him a video of one of my favorite interracial couples. One of them was cutting a damn eggplant and, you know, husband comes into the frame and he's trying to put a dish in the sink and she's telling him, you better wash that motherfucking sink. You better wash that. But without saying it because she was chopping the eggplant a little harder, he knew don't fuck with her. 
I'm clean. He knows. Benjamin knows. Just, she's going to be mad. She's going to be mad. I really, you know, you know I don't do it because you're going to be mad. Yeah, I know. I do it she, because I love you and respect you and want to respect your space. But you also know you have a girlfriend that will not sleep until the house is clean. Oh, my God. What a bad night that was. You want to say it or I? I mean, it wasn't like she woke up from God. I think it was just because. Oh, because we left a light on downstairs. Oh, we left everything. He's downplaying it. We left everything on. We left lots of lights on downstairs. The lights were on. I was the going. Xbox to, was I on. was going to go back downstairs and play some Xbox, and someone insisted with her sweet fucking face that and I sweet stay pussy and I. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be did honest. We have, did we have sex that night? We definitely had sex oh, that night. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was sex or just cuddles, but no. like, <laughs> you got me into the bed and then I was going to go play go, go downstairs and keep playing or well start playing my fucking video game that I have no time to play. So I was going to try to take advantage of a, a few hours before bed and I passed the fuck out right after Yes. And then <laughs> And then at two in the morning, Sapphire wakes up because of she always wakes up at two in the morning because she doesn't like the air conditioning on. Um, we're gonna have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sees that the lights are still on downstairs and goes on, goes downstairs to turn them off, and then just entered a cleaning fit and went came to bed two hours later. Having, I'm pretty sure, scrubbed the corners of every single room downstairs. The baseboards were sparkling. Shut up. Okay, listen, y'all. I know I'm not the only one in this, in a relationship who has a messy partner. Listen, like Benjamin said, you know, of trauma with the suitcase. I have trauma growing up when there's a mess. And I was told if I ever wanted to live by myself, you guess who's going to have to clean it? Because I'm not going to clean up after you. So therefore, I cannot go to bed fully without knowing that dishes are put away. I don't have a dishwasher. So I definitely don't want to wake up the next morning to the smell of yesterday's food and then have to take time out of my workday to wash the fucking sink. No. Hell no. And on top of that, we were drinking. So I had, you know, alcohol. I don't want little bed, like little natty bugs downstairs and it's hot in the middle of summer. You got me fucked up. Yes, you're damn right. I cleaned up that motherfucking house. I cleaned up the whole goddamn stairs while this man's passed out from having great cum. Yes, I did that. I love you. And you were wrecked the next day. Oh, I was. Because you didn't go back to bed. I was living. This is not why. I was living. This is no. I'm not concerned because you stayed up and like went on a cleaning rampage. I was concerned because the next day you were a wreck when you needed sleep. Yes. You need sleep, but there's no doming the dom. I need less sleep than you. Fuck you. You need Just sleep. Saying. No. You need sleep. See, again, compromising the relationship. Come to terms with the fact that I need sleep. You need some sleep. You Not as much. Sleep. Yes. <laughs> when I nap, you nap, motherfucker. I that is <laughs> that is only the case because you always want me to come cuddle you. Yeah. And then I pass the fuck out. I'm a softy now. You did that. Not on purpose. Mm. Mm. Natural result of 
a perfect fit. That's what happens. So let's get into this. The fact we're that already we're, into this. We were. But I'm saying like <laughs> now let's get into the like the gushy stuff. You know, I know people are probably asking like, damn, are they going to still be polyamorous? You know, moving under one roof. That's a big commitment. I know that you've had discussions with um, our female partners. I've talked to our partners as well. And, you know, everybody's just more like, well, how are you going to do the navigating under one roof? So for the time being, um, two things. Benjamin and I have come to a compromise of for the time being, as long as we are living in this smaller space together, we will not bring over dates. Ben, I'm not bringing over dates. I wouldn't want to bring dates either. You're already that's, bringing dates over. Yeah, but that's because I lived here first. I'm on the lease. But now because we have a shared lease, I wouldn't want to do that for you. I don't want to kick you out in the cold. I think the well, only time that the, it would maybe work is when you are having a said date night um, or baby date night at right, girlfriend's that's what, house. Right. That's what I mean. Like okay. you can still bring, you, you've been bringing people over when I'm over at yeah. my girlfriend's house or watching the baby. So, or I, or I take time, not his baby y'all. Let's clear, let's clarify, yeah. not his baby, his girlfriend's baby to help girlfriend and husband, you know, with new steps of parenting. Polyamory. Polyamory. It can be a form of kitchen table polyamory. I'm part of the kitchen table part now. I like kitchen table polyamory. I know you do. You just like community. That's I do. I like having a big ass community. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of like, you know, big family. <laughs> so yeah, I guess per se, I will there will still be date nights to an extent where Right. When I'm already out of the house. Exactly. Right, and I know that you have a place to lay your head. And you're not going out of the house and also this is I'm on the lease, but this is your place. That's so weird, though. No, no, no. Well, it's only weird because, like, it's it's no it's not weird because it's temporary. I because mean, we're moving. We're for the listeners. This is I'm moving in here so we can save money so that we can get our own so that we can move into a place that suits both of us. Yes. Speaking of, we are going to talk about finances too because a show got me triggered and had me effed all the way up. And talking to other folks about this, I feel like us being the polyamorous leaders that we are. <laughs> don't don't say that. Okay, just that's like when motherfuckers are like, "I'm a sexpert." No, like, that's not a word. Just being if the you dope- call yourself a sexpert, aces to eights, you are not an expert on anything. Okay, fine, fine. I'm not gonna say polyamorous leaders because again, we're not. I'm. I wouldn't say that I'm a leading force in polyamory. I like to say that I. And just somebody who has a platform and just so happens to be polyamorous. Right. If that makes sense. And people like you. But using our our good communi- <laughs> you know, communication skills and how people have resonated to our relationship unfolding onto the show at different points. Um, I will say that one thing that I admire about our relationship in particular is the fact that we like to communicate very well. And... When it comes to finances, since you were bringing that up just now, that we're saving money together, he is now my fi- my fin dom, and not in the way that you think, <laughs> as he has self proclaimed it this morning. Fin dom without the benefits. Without the benefits, he is just strictly <laughs> the the accountant that I want to ride his face to be like, shut up now. 
we got this. You tried that like budgeting. three times this morning to distract me from our very important conversation about finances. You just look so scrumptious in the morning. And the last thing I want to talk about is funds before my morning coffee or as I'm sipping my coffee and waking the fuck up. So, yeah, don't pretend like I didn't make you coffee this morning. You made me coffee. It was great. I stole your coffee cup, too. And it was delicious. It's the funniest thing. As I say, everything is better out of your mouth. Even pussy. Anyways. All right. <laughs> anyways, so when it comes to breaking down the finances, um, of course, if you are living with your partner, I feel personally, married or not married, if you are taking the plunge with your partner, I feel like we are now in this day and age where we should not have the mindset, especially for those who are in straight monogamous couples, um, coupleships. Y'all need to stop with this mindset that the man has to pay for everything. The man has to pay the mortgage. The man has to pay the bills. And all you got to do is just supply maybe a couple of meals and some pussy. How many men do you know who can afford that? How many women do you know who can afford Who can afford that? Honestly, I would say even the women that I do know that could afford it, they don't want to. Why would you want to? I... I you know me. I, uh, the ongoing conversation you and I have had is because of the fact that, yes, I make a little bit more money, but mm. I also... Mm. What? Make a lot more money. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be modest because I'm not trying to like put it out no, there of how fine. much money I make. I mean, no, that's just a, that's just a re- an indictment of how much money I make. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love make you. very little money. But it's not about money in our relationship. I want people to understand this very clear. I did not get into a relationship with this man for money. No one has gotten in a relationship with me for money ever. So there we go. Point case <laughs> taken. Okay. Everything else is true though. He's got a great dick. Anyways. And he's got a great mouth. Okay. Okay. Great conversation. All right. This is. But anyways, finances. Talking about the finances. I feel like we are in this day and age where people should be able to split the funds. And right. not it ruin your relationship. Stop having this mindset. Even if you're in a same-sex domestic uh, domestic relationship, or even just in a poly ship, where you know you have your primary or your life partner that you're living with. What? I just I was just laughing, thinking, and I think I read something about this one time. But imagining someone with a very conservative mindset towards like family economics but being very progressive about gay rights and just being like having two men work like living is like both of you should be supporting each other completely or having like a lesbian couple being like neither of you should have to work and listen (laughs) i would love to say that pussy pays the bills but it don't pussy don't pay the bills and i feel like when you put that pressure on a partner let's be real folks we're still you know coming out of a pandemic fucked up Mentally, I know I'm mentally fucked up from this pandemic. Okay. Financially, it was a little bit better. Better than most. Yeah. But mentally, I'm like, I've cried to Benjamin. I'm like, I'm tired of paying everything by myself. Now, there might be some people like, hold up, Saf. You're this powerful woman. You should be proud that you could pay for everything by yourself. Not in Los Angeles. No. Like, let's be real. Fuck that. Have, like when the rent is so goddamn expensive and you want to do everything that you want, it doesn't matter how much you make. It's kind of like, well, fuck, am I paying bills and am I happy or am I paying bills because shit, I want to be happy, but I'm going to pay bills for the rest of my life. I don't plan on owing anybody for the rest of my life. I don't want to keep paying rent 
somewhere. Agreed. Benjamin and I both have had the dis- you know the discussion that we want to invest in each other, invest in our relationship. And by taking it to the next level, and invest in real estate, and invest in real estate, like we really want, you know, we don't want to owe people. We've been owing people for the for our entire fucking lives. Just being polyamorous and and this conversation <laughs> about like renting and everything. There's a great one where someone was asking like why why like why are you polyamorous? And the response online was monogamy in this economy, honey. Just relationships in any economy right now, it's fucked. I hate it when people are like, okay, now let's talk about wording. If someone says, I want to take you out on a date, I'm still weirded by this because this happened a couple weeks ago. And I know this particular individual is listening right now. So she took me out on a date. She decided to pick me up. I was reaching for the check because I am the type of person like, I don't care that we're on a date. I'm still going to, you know, pull out my check and I will either try to pay for my portion or to pay for all parties because that's just what I do. Because I, again, brings it back to me and Ben's discussion of like not owing people favors or anything. I don't want to feel like I owe you something at the end of the day. I don't want it held against me because there are people who be like, well, I paid everything in this goddamn relationship and you were da 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 I don't want I don't want to ever have that awkward conversation with somebody. But, you know, this lovely woman took me out on a date and basically said my money was no good here because of the fact that I took her out to dinner. But I was like, I mean, that's that's honestly that's everything coming out in the wash. I guess. But I'm just like, at the same time, it's all about wording. So if you say I want to take you out on a date chances are 99% of the time that person's going to be like all right you said you wanted to take me out on a date now if you say hey let's go on a date yeah then that gives you more leeway and personally for me that gives me uh, more leeway to discuss like hey if we're gonna make this like a day date go to the movies buy lunch maybe we go out for drinks I say split the shit 50-50. I don't know why people think that if you have to split a date 50-50, you're broke as fuck. No, it's more like, let's be real. We just got out of a fucking pandemic. People are very, you know, some people aren't making as much money. Even before the pandemic. I and mean, even this, the- is 20, this is the 21st century. No one has money. No one's making enough money off of any... No, the average person is not making enough money to support two people, to support a family of four you you know the average person isn't making enough money to do that and being poly and trying to have money is hard it's a lot of dates guys it's a lot of dates so sometimes i'm just kind of like can we just hang back and chill yeah but also it brings me to it has taught me to be more transparent to folks when if i don't got it i don't got it like it is okay to say to somebody you got a budget and if you're listening and you're like oh that is such a turn off staff I'm sorry, but you think about it. Oh, I'm I'm really turned off by uh, your economic status. Like, no, I'm. I'm Then go on the Bachelor. (laughs) Get the fuck away from me. Honestly, but like, just because somebody can't take you on a date all the time doesn't mean like they're not worth shit. And if you have to solely base your relationship monogamous polyamorous or not even any type of relationship title but if you expect that everybody's just supposed to open up their wallets to you i'm sorry boo 
It's not how the world works. You got to do things for yourself. If you know you're too broke to go out, don't go out. Period. And if people can't understand like, hey, I can't afford this right now, then maybe those people are not meant to be in your circle. Because I'm learning that too. If I can't be openly, you know, talking to somebody and be like, hey, I can't afford it right now, but feel free to go without me. Or if you choose to say, oh, but I'll take you out. Fine. But I'm going to be weird about it. I'm going to be weird about it. No, I was trying to think of that. It happened in my experience. I think the only time I've had friends cover me. No, that's not true. I did have one partner cover me. Uh, for a lot of things because she wanted to go do a lot of stuff and I was just kind of like I I can't I can't afford any of this and she's like no I got it I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) I feel like sometimes I try to do that and you stop me dead ass well you I love you Mm -hmm. but you like to do it sometimes too much when you can't afford it I always, as I've told people, I always make it happen. I may stress I'm, about I'm, it. I'm not going to, we're not going to go into our own personal finances right now, no. but I'm going to tell you right now that you don't, you shouldn't do that. Yes, I know. We I'm literally learning. sat and looked at a spreadsheet for two hours this morning. You shouldn't do that. And yes, he, it even happened at the store today and he was like, no, stick to the budget. And so it's okay. Set budgets in your relationships. And if you can't have an honest-to-God conversation with someone you're calling your life partner, your domestic partner, your primary, if you can't talk funds, then what the fuck are you doing in this relationship? Oh, my God. The number of things that I've seen online about people just who can't talk to their partners about money. That's scary. Blows my mind. That's scary. But again, I need people to start, like, please take this to heart. Stop trying to find the sugar daddy in a relationship that ain't love if all like ben and i were talking about it this morning in the shower about certain people like if your partner bought cars (laughs) bought cars bought an apartment or a condo it's not our place it might feel like our place because yeah you guys are making a home but at the same time it's their house with 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 a few exceptions. What are the exceptions, Benjamin? Okay, so I'm and I'm not gonna pretend like this isn't generational. Yeah. But my grandmother never, uh, to my knowledge, had a job like bringing home a paycheck job. Okay. But she did all the cooking, mm-hmm. all of the cleaning. Mm-hmm. All of the farming. So she took care of the home. She Yes. And I mean, like, at, took care of the home on a level that this was a 12-hour job. Like, 12 hours, 20, well, 24 hours, because they had also had two children. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a splitting of responsibilities where she was the homemaker and he was the breadwinner. That's a different type of, like, that's not the same as, like, a couple that I knew where uh, someone asked how she was doing and her response was, well, my husband just got a promotion, so I'm doing pretty well for myself. Mm. That's not, those are not the same thing. It's not, it's not. So when you are depending on someone... If the division of labor is fair, then I feel like you can 
that's different because you're putting in the work that you, you're putting in the work that doesn't get a paycheck, but you're still putting in the work. And I feel like you and I definitely have that kind of even balance. I don't really cook, but I am learning. I am doing a little better. We've talked about that. Yeah. You can cook two things now. Technically three. What's the third thing? Pasta. I made Alfredo. You could make pasta before we started dating. Okay, but still, that's me it's making something. It's literally just boiling water. Fuck you. I'm still making something. It's not the same thing. You No, no, no. You are downplaying your own accomplishments. What? Chicken hibachi, uh, hibachi chicken and vegetables. Chicken hibachi is not easy to make, and you can do it. Okay, yes, this I is, do. That is an accomplishment. And I when you take... put it up next to being able to boil water and put pasta in it, those are not the same cooking-wise. I, I made a good seafood pasta, too. You didn't cook that. I cooked that. No, you boiled pasta and then you threw everything together. It's not the same as cooking. I cooked everything. I spiced the this, you know, everything up. I put butter on it. I put everything on it. All right. I mixed it with love. The only thing I'm just I really saying, did... you've learned to cook. You've learned to cook for real and yes. saying I can make pasta. Rosemary chicken is one of that's my a favorites. real recipe. Yes, you've and I learned, made it. Yeah, I made it for one of our dates, um, a lady that him and I are seeing separately and sometimes together. Um, I made her the the chicken and she was like, oh. Oh, That's right, you did. my God, this is juicy as fuck. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you were like, I know from juicy. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, it's like you got to have that ebb and flow. Um, I feel like where we really do well in the Department of Finances and splitting the costs and things, you know, there are times where I'll go and do the grocery shopping and I don't ask him, like, hey, give me half. It's more so, like, I know that you're going to cook these things that I have bought because I don't know what I'm doing. That's fair. You you do just come home with ingredients yes, without I can, knowing what without I'm going knowing. to cook. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, okay, baby, here there's food, but I don't know how to prepare the food. So that's all new. You came home and we're like, I bought Wagyu beef. I was like, or Wagyu beef. And I was looking at it like, Okay, what would you like? You're like, I don't know. I just bought it. What do you want? What do you make with it? It was cheap. It was on sale. You know, Wagyu beef is, is not cheap. It ain't no, cheap. No, I know. No, and we and we made we did use it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm laughing at you buying ingredients and then being like, I don't know what he's gonna make with this. But if I buy it, he'll figure it out. True. All right, we got to get to the sexiness because you know people are gonna be like, what's the meat of this conversation? Is like, I thought it was finances. Finances, sex, the whole premise. But again, polyandering, uh, po- polyandering, polyandering, mm-hmm. like meandering, but polyamorously. Yes. Sure. Um, Is that where we're going with this conversation? I guess. I was know. prepared to talk about like electric bills. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. But just face it, get a set plan, you know, get a budget going, seeing who's going to be paying certain things a little bit more. Like what's the polyandering? I guess I was trying to make up a word and was it? How are we, again, how are we going to maintain the polyamorous lifestyle that we have grown so accustomed to? Luckily, a lot of our partners all have spaces of their own that we can go to and vice versa. Um, Once we do get a bigger place, we can host folks. Um, My thing is... I am not moving into a one-bedroom apartment. We, We know that, baby. Oh, no, no, they don't know that. Yeah, we're not moving into. I know, a I know you do. I'm telling them. Yes, we we <laughs> we are striving for three, but this is L.A., so we will settle for two. I will build it if I have to. He will. Don't challenge him. He'll do it. But my problem is, um, when it comes to 
dealing with um, cohabitating together is the fact that I'm still not fully one to say that she can feel the joy when a partner is with another partner. You mean compersion? Yes. Okay. I am not fully into... I, I would like to get to that point. With certain folks, I am. Because I absolutely know that there's no threat. Right. It's, it's a anything. trust thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying like anybody who's listening and may, you know, do the thing thing with Benjamin. It's not that I don't trust you. It's more so of triggers from my past and abandonment. So, yeah, there are times where I'm like, am I not enough? And does she fuck me better? And I know I should not be asking my, I should not be asking him these questions. Let alone asking myself these questions because I'm very secure of what we have built. I know that at the end of the day, I have home and life with you. I'm smiling. The audience can't tell. Yeah. The audience can't tell. <laughs> Nor they'd be like, well, doesn't she have life with you? Motherfucker. What my, the fuck? My whole fucking, all of my communication skills are in facial expressions and none of them come off in radio. <laughs> it does not. No. Um, but seriously, I, I, it's something I've been learning. I'm still working on. Um, and maybe that is something that somebody might be saying like, well, you need to learn how to compose now before you start. Not a verb. You need to learn the act of compersion, you know, compersion before you start moving into together together. And I'm like, you have compersion, like compersion. You're you. Experience I have compersion it. with old partners. Yeah, you experience it. It's just a matter of like, you don't have it right off the bat with new people. No, especially out of, you know, something like 2020 has occurred. Yeah. Let's be weary. People. Oh, oh, the year. Yeah. It's like hindsight. No, I'm saying just in general, you know, the people of 2020 showed us people's true colors, true intentions. You know, here we have people that may have gaslighted us for our entire lives until 2020 hit. And then, oh, shit, it's bringing out the racism. It's bringing out, you know, biased behavior, red flags that I should have seen early on in someone's life. In, in friendship that I didn't. You had a, you, you in particular, everyone had like a rough pandemic. Pandemic aside, you had a, you had a bad 2020. Yes. You had a bad year. I had a bad year. And it's really, you know, now I'm, I'm slowly again, I'm coming back into my norm. I'm, you know, as you know, some people have talked to me off air. I am still learning how to get back to the way of being, Polly was for me being polyamorous mm -hmm. let me not say Polly and you know be disrespectful to the Polynesians right we have to clarify yes but being polyamorous <laughs> for those I've, who didn't do have you talked about that on the show I haven't just oh. for you shouldn't just say Polly call it polyam yeah it was recently brought to our attention that the polynesian communities have been using the the abbreviation poly far longer than polyamorous oh, i always knew have. i always knew but i, did, I didn't I know didn't. it was disrespectful i grew up on the east coast we yeah. don't have a very big polynesian community on in south carolina i i've definitely grown up a lot around polynesians um but without digressing again i don't want to be disrespectful so anyways um you know, getting back into the form of the polyamorous lifestyle that Ben and I grew in because I was the one that was the first one to say like, hey, we should be poly. Um, I want to say what, three years ago? 
four years ago? Um, if your uh, time three, hop app three years is ago, to be, three just, years ago, it would be two and a half. Two and a half. It's three. When's Pride? Pride SD when we went was 2017 or 2018. I, that feels weird that it would have taken a year from that conversation. All right, yeah. maybe it was. Yeah. I don't know. Because I moved back in 2019, so it was 2018. Um, okay, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. So two and a half years going into the third, yeah, three years, mm-hmm. Um, you know, bringing that into the conversation because of Michelle and David, who I can name drop because they've been on the show. But with the help of them, you know, they helped me kind of see a way of, oh, this could work for us. And we've made it work for us. So now that we are bringing it into a bigger picture of moving in together, I feel like, yeah, I'm still scared. I I have vocalized that, that I'm scared that, okay, now that we have names on leases, names on bills together, is it still going to be the same? In which you've been very assuring, saying it is going to be the same. Because five years is a long time to establish in someone to be like, I'm not ready or I am ready to take this step. It's an investment. It is. It is. See, finance is not all about investing. You got to invest your time. Hmm? I love spending time with you. Even if we're not doing jack shit, I love spending time with you. I love having you I appreciate you that, given that time spent is my love language. I love that. I don't think I really knew that until much later on. Sure. Well, I don't, like, think to broadcast it. I don't think I acknowledged it until recently, so. But you've always been the more people person out of this relationship, too. Uh, ironically. Ironically, yes. I'm more of, like, the homebody guys. It, yes, I like to be out and about, but I'm kind of like, when are y'all leaving? <laughs> Flash forward to uh, a certain incident recently. I'm just like, they're still here. Sorry. But they were still here. Whereas I'm the one who's just like, everyone can chill. Everyone can have fun. What are you doing this afternoon? Yeah, I know. We just woke up. <laughs> I'm like, nah, it's time for y'all to Unless go. Unless I got to work. That's the kicker for me. I would hang out with people all the time, except I have work to do. And I'm like, get the fuck out. It's time. We've had brunch. We've had, you, you know, a little. You have a short-lived uh, attention span. Very much. I'm kind of like, listen, what we did was fun, but it's time to go. Time for y'all to go. Benjamin had cooked breakfast. I'm cleaning. If I start cleaning, that means y'all need to get the fuck out. That's really what it is. Unless, unless it ends up with a threesome after me washing dishes. I, or for some. Is a reference to something? Yes. A certain dinner party we had here. Which one? Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, that's Coming true. out of like, hadn't seen right. this couple we, in We a did year. not know that was going to turn into a foursome. We thought, we were just excited to have people over for dinner. And they're like, what did you think dessert was going to be? Us. Come on now. It's not just the sweets. I think we did, in fact, have cream puffs or that's something. That's what they were like. Oh, you thought that was it? No. <laughs> brought out a bag of toys in the hole. This it was great. It was great. Nothing. What? Nothing. But no, you say it. We're going to fix it with the next place. Fix what? What are you going to do? This bed is not big enough for four people. This man complains about the bed. Yes, we're going to get a new bed. 
Okay, we will get a new base. You can dogpile all the fuck get a you California want. California king. I want seventy people on this. So we're bed. gonna have two. Cali- we're gonna have to have two California kings. We need to call so, Rihanna. Do you see a problem with this? Yeah, we need to call Rihanna. Why? Donate California King bed. She's got a song she's called doing California. That? No, but she's got a song called California King bed. I was trying to make a joke. I'm she's s- now a billionaire. I'm just saying. So she if can you, afford if it. If I say we need a California King bed so everyone can pile on it with us, and you say we gotta call Rihanna, I'm thinking you have a connection. If I had and a connection, she can come hang with us. Listen, if I ever had a connection to Rihanna, Lord, y'all, you will never see me again. Never. I- I'm gonna get lost in the sauce. I- okay, that's Bayesian power to the fullest. Like, listen, listen, I listen. I will do everything in my power to have that woman. I'm just thoroughly convinced she's on the side of polyamory. Why? There's just signs. Oh, okay. There are just signs. I'm just like, please, or just be. Gay. I do wonder. I. I definitely wonder how many people, like how many famous people are non-monogamous or polyamorous and it's just kept so much on the down low. Honestly? Yeah, I've always wondered that. As prevalent as it is in our communities, it can't, or or like in our generation, um, it can't be... it can't be that. Like, it's got to be. There, think, there have yeah. to be people. There's got to there's be a mix. There's got to be a secret society. You yeah. know, people are having sex parties already. Someone's got to be polyamorous. I mean, they were having sex parties in the 50s. They're definitely having polyamory parties now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking um, at you, Eartha Kit. <laughs> Just saying. Look up Eartha Kit, Steve McQueen, and who was the other one? Oh, Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. Yes. They all had a nice little tryst back in the day. As we are wrapping up, I hope you guys did enjoy. Wait, no. What? It wasn't Steve McQueen. It was James Dean. I thought it was. Um. Oh, it was James it was James Dean. Dean and Paul Newman? God, God, Paul Newman back in the day, he could get it, y'all. I'm not. I'm literally not allowed to reference the fact that he's dead in front of my sister-in-law. Mm. It no, no, because her crush was so big. She gets very upset if I remind her that he's no longer with us. Noted, noted. Any um, last final words after you scare me? Like, oh, did I miss something? Because I feel like we've covered it. I don't know, girls, your show. I think we've covered it. I think people just need to, if regardless, if you are taking the plunge monogamously or being polyamorous, I feel like there's a lot to be discussed. You got to solidify your relationship first. If you are fighting constantly and y'all don't even live together, don't think that moving in together is going to help mend the relationship. Taking a step forward is never fixes anything unless your problems are whether or not we should take a step forward. And if you are a couple that, you know, still asks me, what the fuck are check-ins? If you don't check in with your partner before shit like blows up, and again, you're thinking that moving in together is going to just be the ease of our problem. We know that the root of our problem is money. It's going to be solved once we move in together. Oh, honey, you got a world of hurt to come later. Yeah. Personally. You know, and we always say, you know, people always try to say like, hey, I don't want to be like my parents. I don't want to be like so-and-so. So break the cycle. Have the uncomfortable conversation with your your partner. Ask each other what you both want, not just as a couple, but as what you want to do individually. Come up with lists, expectations. Also, just heads up. If you have that uncomfortable, if you have 
an uncomfortable conversation every two weeks or every week or, you know, once a month, the conversation becomes comfortable. It does. And as I've been learning, not every conversation in um, in your serious relationship, even if it is serious, leads to a breakup. Yeah. We also didn't start with having a check-in every other week. No. We started with having a check-in when there was a problem. And that was the problem. And that was the problem. And That's that why problem. now when we have a check-in, you immediately go into there's a problem and it takes about 20 minutes of talking for you to realize that this is just a conversation. Yes. But honestly, I think that the best way to communicate what you want out of your relationships when it comes to taking the next step, whether it's moving in together or actually getting married. Folks have asked us, or when are y'all getting married? I don't know, Benjamin. When are we getting married? He's taking a very long pregnant pause. We're polyamorous. Why would we need to get married? I don't see the need. We're not having kids. Though it would be cute. <laughs> now you're just like looking for buttons to push. I know. I'm just saying, you know, just get a little bow tie ready to go. Mm, no. <laughs> no, no, we're we're good in that department. We got plenty of babies around us to spoil. What a strange number of babies around us. It's a great number. They love us. They love Auntie Megs and Uncle Ben. <laughs> You know I'm gonna die, and one of Benny. those kids, one of those kids is gonna become Spider-Man. Oh my god! This is how it works. Uncle Ben dies, you become Spider-Man. Or as one particular baby calls him, Benny, Benny, Benny. Italian babies. She's not even Italian yet. She's a Russian baby yet. <laughs> yet. You're just gonna just tell her like one day you're you're Italian. I don't know how babies work. Oh God. On that note, y'all, until October 3rd, man, and let me tell you, October is already booked. Booked solid, except for Halloween, because yes, that's my holiday. And I don't need to record on my favorite holiday. But when we come back, I'm gonna have a sex toy company called Lux MEO. Lux MEO is gonna be joining me on October 3rd. So Get ready. We might have some sex toy reviews. Who knows? But October 3rd is when I'll be returning. Of course, you can find me at M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-E-P-P-H-I-R-E or at Sapphire's Earplay. That's S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E-S-E-A-R-P-L-A-Y on Instagram. Twitter is only Ms. Radio Sapphire. Don't get it twisted. Where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on the Instagrams at the Old Ben River. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I think it's also the Old Ben River. Um, um, I actually have your cheat sheet, you old you? man. What am I? Um, your Old Ben River old on ben Twitter. Old Ben River on Twitter and the Old Ben River on the Instagram because someone apparently beat me to it and I don't have the money to pay them off yet. <laughs> and with that. Remember that safe sex is the best hot sex till October 3rd. Till October 3rd. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasting platforms. <laughs>